All right, today we're talking about happiness. You can have moments of pleasure, but how do you keep it consistent? Everybody has pleasure, these moments of of pleasure and, and ecstasy. But when it comes to happiness, can we choose it and can we make it last throughout the day? This is the Nice Veins Pro Podcast. As you know, the number one personal development podcast for healthcare and wellness professionals. I am Nene Pablo, host of this podcast and registered nurse, creator of Nice Veins Bro. Is happiness a choice? That's what's really on the table. I was recently watching a video by Dennis Prager. He is a, um, a brilliant guy. You can hate me all you want for liking his material, but I think he's brilliant. I really do think he's a little con- controversial with a lot of people, but I was listening to him talk about happiness. And in a video, he said, quote, choose to be happy or at least fake it. I was like, ooh, well, that, okay. And then, and then he added, you owe it to God and to society. And I thought, dang, um, that's that's some harsh language there. Uh, that makes me think twice about my, uh, my attitude. Um, if happiness is something that we can choose, my people, um, and this might be controversial, but if happiness is something that we can choose, why doesn't everybody choose happiness? So it's a little bit of a challenge for me. And I thought I've got to look into this a little bit more. Um, because so many people, have you ever met these people who their attitude or their happiness really depends on their circumstance, what is happening in their life? And some people on one side say that it is absolutely a choice and other people and Dennis Prager would be on that side. And then many other people will be on the other side will say, you know, well, it's a lot more complicated than, you know, than that. And I would say that as an emotion, no. And as a feeling, yes, stick with me. Emotions and feelings, I learned this this past week while doing a little bit of research. Um, I was like, wow, kind of blown away from with this concept that emotions and feelings are actually two different things. And Rachel Allen, I was reading an article on psychology today by Rachel Allen. Uh, She's a um, psychologist. She says, quote, emotions originate as sensations in the body, whereas feelings are influenced by our emotions, but are uh, generated from our mental thoughts. And then she, she, furthermore, she says in a different quote, emotions are the raw data, a reaction to the present reality, whereas feelings can be diluted by stories we've created in our head based on events of the past or fears of the future not necessarily the truth of the situation. Listening to our bodily emotions informed by our sense uh, perception helps us connect to the reality of our present experience rather than to stories made of potentially inaccurate beliefs. So that's a lot of words basically to say that emotions is like the raw uh, data that your body, the reaction, the, the bodily reaction to something, okay, uh, that's something that you cannot control. And then feelings is how you process it, that into your in your mind. I thought that was a really cool concept. But anyway, yeah, so feelings and emotions are not the same thing. When it comes to happiness, happiness can be an emotion. 
you can feel that overwhelm, you know, that happiness when you see someone, but that's only like when you see someone that you haven't seen for a long time, but that's only because you associate that person in your mind as a positive thing. So really the key here is that we can, we cannot change the emotional effect, right, of happiness and stuff, but we can change some of the feeling that is associated with happiness because all you have to do is rewrite the associations or the links that we have between these emotions and the way that our brain perceives it. I thought that was so cool. I'm like not into, <laughs> not a, a psych person or anything. And I, and you know, all the psych people listening can, can maybe relate to that, what she said. And maybe you studied that, but that was so cool to me. It feels weird though, still to say, that you can just choose to feel happy regardless of the bodily emotional data that it's sort of sending up to your brain, that you can mentally and logically choose, I'm going to be happy in this moment. It still feels weird to say that, but here's what you can absolutely do, and you cannot negate this, and that is that you can change your mindset and you can change your attitude. Okay. And so in turn, you know, you can't change the circumstance, but you can change your actions. And in turn, a lot of times our actions uh, direct our emotions. So often in society, oh my gosh. And actually, uh, Dennis Prager also said this one time that so often society has it the other way around. This is how I feel. There's, therefore, this is the way I'm going to have to act. And really the, 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 the mature people, people, listen up, the people who really get a grip on life are the people who say, I'm going to act this way because I want to feel this way. See how it's flipped? I think that is, that's enough to just close the podcast right there. It's so good. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a great time. And I'm just speaking into a mic all by myself in this room. I, <laughs> I hope that you're getting this. This is great stuff. Anyway, this is why I like Dennis Prager. It's really mindset over, it's a mindset change. It's a complete mindset shift that helps us to conquer our, uh, you know, you, you, you can't change your emotions, but you can change your life by taking a hold of the way that you react to those emotions and part of that is to rewrite those feelings, namely choosing to be happy and choosing the way your mindset and attitude toward the circumstances that you are given on a daily basis, which moves me into the other thing I want to talk about, which is choosing happiness throughout the day. You can be all about, like I said earlier, about the pleasure of the moment. I, I eat a bowl of ice cream, right? Oh, that's fantastic. But what if you're ju that's just the pleasure that you have in a moment? And how do you extend that toward sort of to cover you throughout the day? And so I'm going to give you what I think are essential daily habits of happiness. Daily habits um, of happiness that you do throughout the day that will help be, you know, a picker-upper, if you will. I don't know if that's even the way I should say that. But it's it picks you up through uh, throughout the day. Um, and some of these you might have heard before. But I think that 
we we hardly do them or if we do them we you know kind of half ass them and i think that if we were to do them purposefully and consistently that's where we will see it really transform our day so number 1 there's just four stick with me four daily habits of happiness that you do throughout the day to keep that happiness and it is start the day right get enough rest this is not something you really can do throughout the day I was about to <laughs> okay maybe it's not something that you do throughout the day but you definitely need to start your day right. And that is, you know, getting enough rest. That actually starts the night before. So getting enough rest and making sure that you are you have a great morning routine before anything hits you, before you get on the road to go to work, you have this moment of just you and yourself and solitude, you and meditation, you and prayer, you and God, where you realign your mindset and your purpose and that really, really changes your, I mean, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And we we just released a podcast before this one that was on that. So I encourage you to check it out. Number two would be to practice gratitude throughout the day. Okay. Practicing gratitude is such a corny thing to, to say, but it is so true that it changes your outlook on life. If I'm sitting here and I literally start to be thankful for, you know, not even just things, you know, but also just being thankful on your approach to others. You know, I'm grateful that you're making me a cup of coffee, barista. I am grateful for that. You don't have to do that. Well, maybe they have to because they're going to get fired. Maybe they have to because I paid for it. But still, having the mindset of I don't deserve everything in the world. And I feel like in a world where everything is always told Everyone always tells you, you deserve so much more. And it's maybe it's because the large portion of society does have like this negative mindset about themselves. But still, it's just always, it's like everyone is always telling you, oh, you are enough. You, you know, you deserve everything. You deserve the world. And it's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we need to have a balance here. Practicing gratitude means approaching life saying, you know, I don't deserve all this goodness, you know, for people to thank you, company, for hiring me. Thank you for paying me. Thank you for giving me this job, this opportunity. Thank you, wife or spouse or whatever, for cooking me a meal. Thank you, husband, for cutting the grass. These things that we take for granted. I mean, changing that mindset really, really changes the tone of your life. You will experience happiness when you approach life as if you don't deserve any of it and you're just you're 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 benefiting from all of the goodness another thing to do to have happiness throughout the day and and to to feel that joy and energy throughout the day is to be moving if you've got a desk job get up and move these are practical ones okay get moving and 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 eat healthy eat healthy meals throughout the day and take moments of solitude throughout the day as well. So we talked about making sure that it's something that we do during your workday and even after you come home. But basically, if, you, if you've if you got a job where you are, st- I've got a job right now. My main job is for me to edit videos and for me to be on my computer checking my emails and my stuff. So that that's that's my current job. But if I'm there all like for a straight five, six hours without getting up, that blood flow, oh my goodness, I need it. I need that blood flow in my brain to get to my brain and to my, 
my leg. So it's oftentimes if it's sunny outside, I'll take one hour to work, hard focused work, and I'll go outside for five minutes. I come back in and I keep moving around the house. Maybe I'm doing laundry, you know, and, and I'm switching the laundry between cycles. You know, if I'm on a break from checking emails or whatever, or answering emails, I get up and I get a drink of water, move, move throughout the day. Don't be stuck sitting down. And that's not a problem for some of the medical people working in the hospital. You're moving a little too much, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. For those of us who work desk jobs, that's a good that's a good pointer to stay healthy and active. Uh, healthy meals. When we eat these terrible meals, it bogs us down. We got brain fog, and we are not going to have clarity to be happy throughout the day in the activities that we're involved in. Praying throughout the day. It doesn't have to be something that you did just in the morning and that's it. It can be something that you do throughout the throughout the day. Um, I think Muslims, they they pray five times a day. Learn something from the Muslims, <laughs> okay? Um, connect yourself with people. This is the fourth point. Connect yourself with people and opportunities that will uplift you and build you up. This is huge. When you are connected with people either at work or you see an opportunity or you're involved with things that uplift you, they don't, they don't, you know, if you're pouring out more than you're being filled, you're going to end up burned out. You're not going to be happy. The happiest people know how to live within that margin of knowing what things and what people in their lives lift them up and grow them and build them up. And it's not always going to be the people who say the things that you want to hear. It's the people who are there for you and for the for your good. It's those people, not just people who, oh, cheer you up and that's it. And anything you say goes and I'm just here to support you. Whatever, you know, your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth. Not, not that. It's people who are there with you, who are grinding in life and who are, who are, who stick with you, a strong community, not even just the community, but also the, the stuff that you're involved with. Go for a run. Get into your hobbies and develop some of those skills. If golfing fulfills you, go make sure that you golf. Maybe it's reading a really great book. Maybe you're a reader. Maybe you're a person who likes to garden outside or or whatever it is. You know, Maybe you like to play Legos. Whatever it may be, make sure you set time during that week or even a little bit of time during that day or something to do something that fills you up. Uh, maybe call a friend invest in hobbies. They're not a waste of time. They actually fill you up and uplift your spirit and you will be happier for it in the long run. These are the practical things that we've got to be doing on a daily basis because we know all these things. We know it. It's it's all in our head. We, we can come up with a list like that. You can do that. The point is to actually do it, and that requires a mindset shift, completely changing your mind and also committing to practicing it and doing it consistently on a daily basis. This is how you choose happiness, and not just choose happiness for the moment, but also throughout the day, and as you stack that up, you begin to, to your life completely begins to change. You start to approach life itself with undertones of happiness and joy and fulfillment. All right, to close, I just want to, again, highlight how much of this is a mindset 
shift. Philippians 4 verses 4 to 8. Man, Philippians is such a freaking good book. <laughs> uh, chapter 4 verses 4 to 8. Everybody knows Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A few verses before that, there is the perfect recipe for you to have happiness and fulfillment in your heart. Chapter 4 verses 4 to 8, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. I'm just going to pause there, okay? That is not him suggesting, hey, you know what? When your circumstances are going well, you know, give God a thank you. No, he is He is commanding rejoice in the Lord always. And then again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Verse 6 says, do not be anxious about anything. Notice he says rejoice, that's a command, and then he says another command is do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation by prayer and petition, there's that prayer and solitude moments of of, uh, meditation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, there's the gratitude, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's a promise that is in Scripture, that if you do these things, that the peace of God, that nobody else in this world who is not connected to him really understands, because it transcends all understanding in this world, that peace that God can give, and only he can give, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And then verse 8, as I end, says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. This is this is that last point that I was saying, that connect yourself with people and opportunities that uplift your mind and build you up. Connect your thoughts. It says, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think of such things. Think of things that are positive and uplifting, that will build you up. And I can't think of a better place to go than Scripture when you're trying to fill your mind with positive, good, truth, truthful things, um, whatever is pure and lovely. I, I just, I could read it all day. It's, it's really, it really gives the joy that lasts for a long time, forever, never-ending joy because it is hope that is rooted in truth. It is hope that is rooted in truth. That right there is, in a snapshot, the recipe for happiness and enduring happiness uh, given to us in Scripture. I hope that this was an encouragement to you and an encouragement to, to let you know that you don't have to be defined by your circumstances. You don't have to be defined by the moodiness, the the swings, the highs and the lows. Of course, life is going to hand us uh, terrible situations. We're always going to have situations that are going to make us uh, have these emotions of sadness and and broken down. I mean, there's no way to find anything happy about when when people die, you know, death and and, uh, abuse and trauma and war and disease, these things that we face on a daily basis, um, especially as healthcare professionals, 
always are going to discourage us. But we can choose to have a joy that is surpassing all of those things. You cannot dismiss the infinite hope that there is on a daily basis if we're connected to that source of joy, which is God. We can choose to be happy in the face of those moments of sadness, those moments of discouragement. I am so thankful that happiness is within our reach. It's a choice that we can make and we can uh, choose it over our lives and over our circumstances, no matter what they may be. Thank you so much for spending some time with me uh, in this podcast. I hope that it was beneficial to you. If you felt uh, inspired by it, uh, if you felt that it was very informative and beneficial to you, please share it with somebody else. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that notification bell. Hit the like button too and comment below. Uh, and if you're listening on a, po- a podcast platform, please give us a five-star review. It's very, very helpful. And we love to see the reviews in the comments. Thank you so much. Remember to be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. Que Dios me los bendiga. When I would listen to podcasts before I became a podcaster myself, I didn't realize how much leaving a five-star review helped. And so now on this side, I just want you to know that it really does mean a whole lot when people review and share the content. So if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and leave a five-star review on whichever platform you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And if you're interested, you can also find us on social media at NiceVeinsBro or shop online at NiceVeinsBro.com. My personal stuff you can find under Nene Pablo, which is spelled N-E-N-E-P-A-B-L-O. I spend most of my time on YouTube making vlogs and videos and on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you. And remember, be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. It's all about God, wellness, and purpose here. Thank you for listening.